Level two and uh, gyms open, uh, and I guess alongside everything else, uh, many of you are also suggesting that throats are open uh, in the next few hours or so. Uh, well, I don't know. From some of the visuals I've seen, it seems that they've been open for a while. But uh, Askola Tumi Pake joins me now on the line as the founder at Zenzela Fitness Group. Tumi, good evening to you, man. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. You sound very jovial. You sound like you're in very good spirits. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, the last That's few months must have been a very tough uh, tough time for you all since uh, the end of March. Uh, maybe just paint a yeah. picture for us of, uh, you know, uh, as somebody who's an entrepreneur in this particular business, uh, what impact uh, the uh, lockdown yeah. has had uh, for Zenzele and many, of course, of your other counterparts. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. I, I think, you know, it, it obviously came as a surprise. Um, I mean, understanding what was happening around the world, um, you know, the COVID issue. And, you know, we obviously as a gym industry anticipated that at least, you know, the will be locked down for at least two two months. So it was a bit of a surprise that, you know, literally it was extended all the way to five months. And the gym industry was, was the probably amongst the last uh, uh, business uh, industries that were, you know, allowed to trade. So it had a significant impact. Um, you know, we've, you know, Fortunately, we're still around, um, so we're still here, as Zenzel is still around. But it was tough, you know, we, we've obviously had to watch our cash flow militantly. Um, we've had to really cut costs, you know, fortunately, with, with all our debt, um, you know, and our partnership, we were able to get some payment uh, relief and holidays for sure, us, you sure. know, not to pay out, uh, the massive debt. So that really did help uh, to manage cash flow and to take us through all the way here. Um, and also, you know, my model is, is slightly different because I have corporate uh, uh, corporates as my customers, and, and some of them were willing to support us to, the, to this time. So it, it was a uh, like a joint uh, sort of strategy to to help us. Plus, what we did is we had to pivot our business. So we weren't just sitting because we were in training, but we actually looked at other products. So you know, we're launching an app um, to reach out to people that are actually not wanting to come back to gym as yet. Um, there's a gym product called Ekaya Gym. So it's a, you mm. know, it's a whole gym product so people can actually buy and train from home. There's virtual classes um, and, you know, other products that we've obviously, you know, started an e-commerce platform. So we've had to really think outside the box to sustain our income. And yeah, and, and I think that, you know, through the relationship I've had with banks, um, and obviously, you know, keep you know our cash flow militantly. You know, we're able to 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 sort of have them assist us um, because I think as we open, there's a, there's a cost that will be involved. I mean, there's you know there's protocols from the government that we have to take place in, in order to make sure mm-hmm. that uh, you know people are safe as they enter the gym. I must say, I was a little bit disappointed that um, you know there's limited to 50 people per per. Per, per session or 50 people in, in the gym. I, I don't know where the logic, you know, comes from that um, because, I mean, we, we, you know, part of our protocol is that we would create enough space um, distancing from, from people and making sure that, mm. you know, there's enough cleaning um, and, and all of that to, to, yeah. to do me, do me, try. Do we talk about some of these protocols, man? Like uh, uh, when you think about some of these precautions that you guys have to, and make sure I'm in place before you can open. How different 
you know, will it be to operate in that kind of environment? I mean, I'm thinking of a gym as the place where people sweat, you know, where, where people, uh, I guess, uh, are very sort of likely to, to, I mean, you can't really be sort of bench pressing with a mask on your face. So, so even the, the risk of transmission is quite high. What are some of the things that you've had to do that, uh, I guess, you know, will make sure that some of your patrons are safe, but that would also, I guess, obviate against the 50 uh, that uh, you're complaining about? Well, so, I mean, I've been training myself, uh, you know, running. So we, we actually launched these masks. Um, um, and, I mean, I think there are some masks. And, you know, scientifically it's proven that, you know, to, because when you're working out in the gym and you're using weight and et cetera, it, it's, it's obviously not as extreme high intensity. And, you know, you, some of the masks that are out there, you are actually able to, to, to use a mask while you're training. I have. So I personally mm-hmm. have been doing it, and I have a full our session using the mask and also you need to at the same time um within within a you know a radius of a space uh no one is actually training around you so you're actually training by yourself so i mean think sure. about it being in a restaurant um when you walk into a restaurant and you're about to eat um you actually do take off your mask uh within a specific distance um mm. and that mm. has worked and that's what we're going to do i mean the way we're going to allocate our gym equipment so there'll be space in between uh, people, as soon as a person is done with their gym equipment or as soon as the 50 people are, are, have left, we're going to do a, a deep clean and then the next bunch of uh, 50 people come in. Um, and, and we've seen it in the rest of, uh, you know, in Europe, the gyms had opened probably about a month or two months ago um, and there hasn't been any, you know, severe cases or anything that's outside of the ordinary. You know, gyms have been opening in, in the U.S. and in Europe and there hasn't been anything you know, that's out of the ordinary to say that they are extremely, uh, uh, you know, um, dangerous like like any other other uh, sort of uh, uh, sector. So it will work. Um, and we believe that, uh, you know, people also have to exercise precaution. Um, you know, so there are some standard protocols as you walk into the gym, you know, what you need to do. Um, mm. And obviously there'll be a booking system. And so we'll have a limited amount of people that are coming in, et cetera. And I think that it's just a matter of people getting used to it. Um, sure. But, uh, you know, and then eventually, you know, hoping that, uh, you know, this thing will, will end soon. But mm-hmm. I think we'll be, we'll be okay. So, Tumi, I mean, a lot of your gyms, as you say, are sort of uh, linked to corporates and uh, I would think that are close to the workplaces. And many people haven't yeah. been going to work and have been working from home. Um, yeah. Good question. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, how many people are you expecting tomorrow? And uh, more importantly, I guess, what was happening today in preparation for uh, the reopening of your gyms tomorrow? Uh, so we're not intending to open tomorrow. I mean, that, that's very too, that's too soon. So, okay. um, yeah, so we, we will probably uh, reopen probably within a week or so um, because there, there is quite a lot of work that needs to go um, in terms of even engaging with, with our customers um, around the the correct communications and, you know, when they arrive to gym, what they need to do. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of comms and, 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 and sort of us preparing, and that's what we're doing now. So we're definitely not going to, uh, you know, open tomorrow. We wish we could, but, you know, with the circumstances that we're in, we have to prepare before we open. So we need at least a week. Uh, so we'll essentially probably open uh, sometime next week. Okay. Aren't you scared you've lost a market share? I mean, I've seen a... A lot of people talking up how much people have been buying their own gym wear uh, for home, you know, buying weights, buying uh, barbels, buying sort of benches and everything else. Um, you know, aren't you scared that people, I guess, uh, will now opt uh, just like they do with working from home to uh, rather work out from home? 
I don't think so. So I think there's two things. And also this is why we've also, you know, like I was explaining before, that we, we've actually um, sort of, um, you know, we've got a, a, a home-based gym equipment product that, that is fantastic. It's called Ikaya Gym, which we started uh, producing. Um, but there's also an element that, you know, uh, people will always want to have that human touch. No one wants to be stuck at home and, and work and train at home. People always want to interact. And so the gym environment doesn't just provide a place just to be fit, but it's a social, uh, there's a social element to it. And, and, and as human beings, you always want to connect and you, you can never take that away. Um, but there will always be now, you know, the option that people can do both. Uh, and, and I think that, that that is, you know, people will do both. Uh, the, the, the tech, uh, the e-commerce platform or having virtual, um, but mm. there's always going to be that human element where people want to connect with other people. Um, and we've seen it already. And, and, you know, I'm basing this on the trends that are already happening in countries that the gyms have already opened. Uh, people will have been flocking to gyms because people have been tired being at home for the last five sure, months. So, sure. and, and I think you've seen that a lot of people go hiking on weekends um, mm. because that's just one place that, you know, people were able to just go out. And, and I think that we will see that with the gyms. Um, you know, obviously with people that have underlying uh, sort of diseases may be a little bit more reluctant, but I think a healthy individual uh, is definitely going to be stepping up at the gym. And we should see, you know, quite a strong uptake. Maybe in the first month, you know, people will be a little bit reluctant but once things start to get a little bit normal, because this mm. is the new normal, um, sure. yeah, people will actually do join the gym, especially knowing that all the protocols uh, that will be taking place in making sure that they help you. Okay. Dumi, let's leave it there, my brother. All the best as uh, you uh, put in uh, a place for all the preparations. And I hope I'll be seeing you at the gym uh, too. Ah, Baba. Anyazala. Dumi, take care, my brother. Thank you very much. Shoshio Tumipake, founder at Zenzela Fitness Group, they're speaking to us for the second part of our business wrap. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's our Shop Stewart's Corner. We take a look at the eighth anniversary of the Marikana Massacre, which took place over the last few days or so. And yeah, on the back of what happened on the 16th of August in 2012, where 44 people passed on there during a labor dispute between the workers at Lonman Platinum Mine and the company. And uh, Joseph Matunjwa, the president of the Association of Mine Workers and Construction Union, AMCU, is going to join us for our Shop Stewart's Corner.